Okay, so just a heads up, y'all. This episode has strong language. So if you're listening on the speakers or anything like that, you might want to turn it down if you have kids around. Welcome to Plug Talk Forever, where I talk about the not-so-sunny side of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm so excited because we have a very special guest in the building. Today, we're talking to Kimmy, the world wanderer, and she's going to talk about how to get over fear, negative thoughts, and self-pity. Kimmy, are you ready to spill the tea? Girl, yes, I am. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I am, like, super hyped. And so I'm ready to get started. <laughs> so I like to talk, I like to start off the interview by asking who you were before you became a business owner, um, more about who you are now. How did you become an entrepreneur? Like, you know, just talking about your transition. I know it helps you appreciate where you are now. It really does. Um, I actually started my business about four and a half, five years ago. I was a CNA working like 80 hours a week in an assisted living facility. I wasn't really happy and I knew it wasn't my calling. I wrote, mostly just did it to get my uh, way through school because I was able to get a lot of shifts, make good money, or at least what I thought was good money at the time. <laughs> and, uh, but I wasn't happy. I love traveling. Um, before I started my business, I just came back from living in Morocco. Um, I did a study abroad opportunity and it totally revolutionized the way I seen myself, the way I seen the world, the way I seen other people. And I wanted to keep getting a taste of it. So um, I was on Facebook, just scrolling, minding my business and something popped up that like that caught my eye. This girl's talking about, do you want to get paid to travel X, Y, and Z? And so I was interested because I was like, shoot, I'm already traveling. I might as well get paid for it. So I inboxed her, me and her vibed. I went out to an event that she um, asked me to come out to and invite me to. And I loved it. Everyone in the, the building was black. Um, all they were making six, eight figure, seven figure income, and they were they looked like me, and that made me feel so comfortable because a lot of people, or a lot of what I heard about network marketing was like it was like white, um, a lot of white, older white women, and I felt like I would be very displaced in a room like that. But to see like my people thriving, traveling, sharing information, willing to help you, you know, that really what captivated me and what made me start the travel industry. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. So fast forward to now, um, I recently rebranded my business. So we are Travelopolis. Uh, we specialize in international travel. So you trying to get somewhere where you need a passport, I am your girl. Um, but if you're looking to go to Vegas, I really can't help you. Uh, <laughs> Come and on, that, now let them know. <laughs> girl, you got to. And so <laughs> at this point, we have over 300 
travelers going anywhere from Egypt to Ghana to South Africa to Cabos to Punta Cana and everywhere else in between. And yeah, right now we even have a Cabos trip that's coming up for October 24th through the 27th, which I'm super excited about because I have been to Mexico, but I've never been to Cabos. So I'm like, yes, we're about to hit one of my bucket list destinations along with about 250 people. So I'm so looking forward to it. Now that's that's what I'm talking about. I know a lot of us are scared to do things, you know, because a lot of times we're just used to what our parents have told us to do, mm-hmm. which is, you know, go to school, get a good job, that are, you know, very, very, it's not simple. Well, it's simple, but it's not easy. So were you afraid to start your business? I wasn't so much afraid to start my business. I think the thing that um, was hard for me was I was always seeking other people's approval. So like my friends and family didn't understand that I was starting this business. They didn't really believe in the concept. You know, um, they're like, ain't nobody really making money from being a travel agent because you got Expedia, you got Priceline and all this other stuff. So I think you should quit. And I always had like the idea in the back of my mind, like, am I doing something that's really going to make me money? That's going to help me um, live out my purpose. And so that was something I was always juggling. Like, should I do it? Should I continue? Should I quit? Should I continue? Should I quit? So it wasn't so much fear, but it was a lot of people who didn't understand where I wanted to go, um, putting that negative energy um, into my business. And then in turn, I kept fueling and festering that negative energy. And so um, that was one of the things that was hard for when I got started was that it was just I didn't have the support system from like my friends and family. But what I realized later on was that that was my motivator, right? Because my friends and family didn't see nobody that was making six, seven figures traveling. But mm-hmm. I was going to be the first to show them that not only you can do it, but it's possible for other people. And it's possible while doing it on social media, right? Because people are like, how are you going to be marketing this business? You're going to go to churches and give out your business cards? Like, no, I do this all through social media and email marketing. Yeah, let's go um, teach them something. Teach them. <laughs> <laughs> It's a girl, yes. So it's like, I tell people all the time, live out your, even if your friends and family don't believe in you, that's okay. Because most than likely, they're not your customer anyway. So why, why stress? Walmart ain't stressed if you don't go to Walmart, but they got thousands of other people that do, right? So it's like, leave them where they are and continue doing what you're doing and focus. Yeah, speak a word because I know a lot of people, as soon as their parents or as soon as their friends or whoever their significant other is, it's just like, you know, we're very, a lot of people are closed minded, you know, whether they want to believe it or not, they're very closed minded mm-hmm. and they don't, they don't encourage us to do that. So what exactly did you do to deal with those negative thoughts as, as they were coming at you? Cause it was from people that you know, that you love and you, you know, you care about their opinion to a certain extent. And I'm really glad that you did, you know, go with your move. But how did you deal with that, all that negative thoughts? And, and how, like, how did you really deal with that? So for me, what was really important was that I surrounded myself with people 
who was doing what I wanted to do. They was making the income that I wanted to make. And um, I stopped sharing a lot of my goals, a lot of my ambitions with my friends and family. Because if I'm going to continue to get this negative smack, I'm not going to keep talking to you about it. You know, because you're going to keep telling me what I cannot do. Whereas I'm around people that tell me what I can do. So a lot of times my family in the dark, they just see the fruition, but they don't see, they don't see me creating the goals. They don't see me speaking the goals into existence every day. They don't see me grinding for the goals. They just see like, oh, she going on X, Y, and Z. She got all these people going to Ghana, right? Like I remember my first group trip to Africa, you know, I was marketing. My daddy told me like, I don't think you're going to have a lot of people go to Ghana with you. And I said, well, I'll just show you better than I could tell you. Um, because I'm the type, I try to talk less and do more. So um, we ended up having like 20, maybe 20, 22 people go on that trip. And he was shocked that I even got there that much. And so he was like, well, I didn't even think that you can do it, but I'm so proud that you did. And so that really showed me that sometimes with friends and family, you can't tell them what your moves are. You just have to show them. Because action is the best um, indicator that you're doing something, doing something right. So I always believed in just surrounding myself, focusing. Like I have like sticky notes all over my office, all over my desk, by my bed that affirms the dreams and the goals that I have. And so that's been one of the ways that I've been combating like other people's negative self-talk or other people's negative talk about what I'm doing or what I'm trying to accomplish. And with all of that going on, tell me about, like, I already know that you saying that your dad didn't, didn't even expect you to get that. So let's talk about the biggest issue that you had so far in business and how did you deal with that? Well, that's a good question. So um, one of the biggest issues I feel like was in my, getting in my own way. I felt like for a really long time, I was in my own way. I had like this self-pity mentality. I had this comparison syndrome. I was always comparing myself to other people. And I was always waiting for other people to approve and affirm my dreams, right? And so that was one thing that I struggled with in my first, I would say, two and a half years of business. Because I was constantly, it was like almost like a cycle. Like I would look, see other people, feel bad about myself that I wasn't in their position, have this whole little pity party for myself, and then I'll turn around and be waiting for somebody to approve of who I am. And it was like this cycle that just kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. And I had to realize one day, like, I'm fucking up my bag. I'm fucking up my bag. I'm fucking up my opportunities because I'm allowing myself to feel these emotions without analyzing them properly. And um, I'm comparing myself to people that their lives may look good on social media, but then you meet them in person, you're like, oh, you ain't as glossy as you was. <laughs> yeah, so look, I'm telling you, I'm like, let's be clear. You take some nice photos, but you, you just like me. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. I definitely feel you on that one. You know, being on social media, looking at these people on social media and how they, you know, make, you know, perceiving their life to be is like, y'all got to stop looking at that. I'm telling y'all. It's all smoke. It's it, all smoke. <laughs> And the reason why they create so much smoke because they want you to think their brand is bigger than what it is. Like a lot of people 
are shocked that I'm able to get, I'm pulling numbers the way that I do because I'm so quiet on social media. Like on my personal page, I'm quiet. But if you dip into my email list, baby, we always talking. I'm always on yes. so I'm always in my email list. I'm always on my my business Facebook page. But my personal page, I had to detox from because I'm like a lot of people out here blowing smoke because they want people to think they somebody they not. And I'm not here to try to prove I am somebody because I already know who I am, you know. And it's like I don't need to lie to make money, or I don't need to lie to put my bit like to clout my business. You gonna see when you go on my trip how I roll. You know oh, what I'm let's saying? Let's go. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Look, come on. <laughs> she said they blowing smoke. Come on now. Yes. Now, what would you tell a business owner who's like paralyzed by fear and dealing with self-pity right now? I would tell them to analyze where it comes from. Um, I recently hired a spiritual counselor, which I feel like has done wonders for my soul and also for my mind because a lot of that self-pity, that segment, that negative self-talk came from something somebody used to tell you, right? So I'll give you an example. When I was growing up, um, I loved my family, but my family, the way they punished you was that they talked down to you, right? So they'll tell you, you ain't going to be shit. You ain't going to never amount to nothing. Um, all you going to do is be X, Y, and Z. Why are you out here trying to do... Like, when, even when I travel, people was like, why are you out here trying to go to all these little foreign countries? You're going to end up becoming a Muslim. I had someone tell me that when I went to Morocco. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, what, what did I ever say I wanted to be a Muslim? I respect Muslims. I love Muslims. I have some great Muslim friends. But that ain't my calling. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of that negative self-talk comes from a lot of things that we've been told as children, as preteens, adults, and etc. And so what I do is I, when I have those thoughts, and I have them, um, I sit and say, okay, what triggered this thought, right? Like, what made me feel this way? And then I try to avoid my, I try to avoid as much as possible for me to feel that way. So if it's something like, oh, I forgot to do this, or I got a really bad review from a client, how can I turn that energy on his head and use it in a productive manner? So for me, a lot of times I do a lot of like self-analyzation. I don't know if that's right. I think it's right. Yeah, we're going to run with it. Yeah, I'm about to say that we're going to make it a word today. <laughs> it's a word right now. <laughs> so I do like a lot of self-analyzing. like and then I, I also do video journals because sometimes I just need to get like that energy out, right? So what I do is I will turn on my webcam and I will just let every emotion flow, right? And then I save it, I rewatch it, and I just kind of like analyze how, to, how basically, hmm, I analyze how um, it made me feel and how I feel right now. And then I kind of block it out. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna block it out because I don't have time to feel that way because that energy isn't allowing me to be productive. And so a lot of times I flip it on his head so that I could use it in a productive manner. And I do it through like that whole like web cam videos. Uh, I do a lot of video journaling because I used to do like written journals, but that wasn't for me. I don't got time to be writing for no 30 minutes, but I can do a 15 minute video. Yeah, look. <laughs> And I was just about to say, y'all need to write that. That, that was good. Y'all need to write that one down because when you do analyze, and we skip over this because we live in this world where we're just supposed to get over things. And that's how I was. I'm just like, you know, it's nothing I can do about it. So I need to just let it go. And because I'm not dealing with whatever it is, you know, and I'm going to add this nugget for y'all too. 
if you have a personal brand or if you run any type of business at all, if you have something going on in your personal life, it is going to spill over. I don't care how private you are. I don't care how you don't speak on what's going on and things like that. I don't care how much you think it's not affecting you and your business. It is. You're not as focused. You know, you can't think you can't provide the same service that you usually do because you're going through something and you need to allow yourself to go through those things. Now, I'm not saying throw a pity party. I'm not. And I have a whole blog on that too. I'm not saying throw a pity party, but like Kimmy said, you need to analyze it so you can stop it from happening. So it won't be a cycle. Because mm-hmm, that's oftentimes what it turns into. It turns into a cycle and you just keep being like this hamster on a wheel. And then you realize three, four weeks from now, you prevented yourself from doing accomplishing so much because you allowed yourself to be in a fetal position. And it sucks and it's hard and it hurts, but it's like, you got to let yourself feel it. You got to, because if you don't, you don't feel it and analyze it and kind of block it out. You're just going to keep going through it. And it sucks. Like I had times where I would go through that for weeks on end or days on end. And then I'll wake up and shit, we at the end of the quarter. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? I haven't done X, Y, and Z. You should have saw my face. I said, April. Oh, you know, and I was talking some cash money. Yeah, 2019 gonna be my year. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, sis, it's, it's April. What's good? Where, where is that? Cl- Look, I have to talk to myself like this all the time. Sis, where is that class that you were speaking on? Where is the podcast? Where is the book? We want to know because I'm looking at my face. Because what I do is I go on my Facebook page and mm-hmm. I review the the things that I've been talking about. I was gonna drop talking about what I was gonna do, and then I go back and I have to get in the lab and produce it because I'm like I ain't want people to be like, oh, you said you was gonna, but we ain't see it yet. Like I'm one of them. I'm, like, I'm gonna show you. So definitely, I was looking at April like you know what? April and now April almost out of here. It's about to be summertime. Out of here. <laughs> like, what is this? Mm-hmm, but you still got time, girl, to make them goals happen. You still got a few more months to the end of the year. <laughs> and that's how I think about it. Like, you know what? I'm just going to pick myself up until, like, we in January and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, you already know. I just said Happy New Year. This is all new to me. It's all new to me. I was like, um, yeah, I got to I gotta get it together. And I got to get it together fast because this ain't it, Chief. I can't lag like this. It's really about to be summertime. Then it's going to be fall. Then we're going to be doing Black Friday again. And I'm going to be like, you know what? Nah. So what are some things that, what kind of trips and things that you have coming up? Like what type of goals and things have you set for yourself for this quarter? So for this quarter, um, my goal is to sell out of our weekend in Cabo ship. That will be um, this upcoming October from October 24th through the 27th. I'll be collabing with one of my good friends, Davia Frost. Uh, She's a sex coach. And then my um, spiritual counselor, Val of the Afro Buddha, to do like this Galentine getaway to Brazil because they are about to open the gateways to Brazil and we won't need no visa. So I'm like, oh, I got to take people to Brazil. And I've always wanted to go. So I was like, yes, we're definitely going to do Brazil. Um, 
and we'll probably start with a smaller group of like maybe 30 to 40 women and kind of let it grow from there. So we're right now in the, the phase of like finalizing the itinerary, uh, choosing the hotel, because that's usually what takes me the longest. It's like choosing a hotel because I'm so picky. And then I'm always like, oh, I like this one, but this one's so much better. <laughs> so we're trying to like finalize all those details. And we just got the itinerary out for 2020. So our weekend in Cabos will be the last trip of 2019. And so I'm going to focus a lot of energy into 2020 and getting all those trips under wrap because I, we did a lot of Caribbean trips this this year. Mm-hmm. And so next year, I want to take people to Africa. So we have our Egypt experience in March. We are going to go to Ghana for like New Year's. I want to take people to Brazil. Dubai, Thailand, Costa Rica, and then of course we're going to sprinkle in our Jamaicas and Cancuns and Putacanas for those that want to get their feet wet with Traveling International. And so yeah, we have a really dope lineup for 2020 um, that I'm so looking forward to. And I just got to let you know how much I appreciate you, Brian, anyway, because, you know, here in America... <laughs> we tend, we like to go to Biloxi, Vegas, New York, New Orleans, Houston, Atlanta. That's the ones that come up the top of my head where people want to go. And the fact that you're not even really fooling with it, and you're like, you know, you need a little bit more. Let me let me give you a better vibe. Let me let me show you something different. Let me elevate you and teach you something. That is amazing to me. You really just, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's cool. Yeah, I could send you that. I could send you that. But let me give you an experience. Let me show you something. And I appreciate that so much because that's what we like to do too. And, and go to Jamaica. But the fact that you're going to Egypt and you're going to all these places that's not really talked about, that's a vibe. That's, re- that's really a vibe. And I really appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. It was hard to make that shift. Because I felt like, oh, I was going to lose out on some money because I'm like, the Vegas and the Miamis is quick money. But I felt like long term, it didn't align with my goals. It didn't align with the vision of Travelopolis. And so I said, you know, we're going to take this leap of faith and we only going to focus on international travel. And I swear to God, it was so hard <laughs> the first like three months because people knew me as like the go-to travel girl. So they come to me for Vegas. They're coming to me for Miami. Oh, I want to go to New York. Oh, I want to go to San Diego. And I had to turn all that business down. And it was times where I was like, man, is it worth it? But I was like, you know, at the end, it's going to be worth it because people are going to know if you want to travel international, you want to go abroad, you want to have an experience that's going to leave you feeling full, leave you feeling amazing, then you need to go to Kimmy. Um, And so it was not easy to make that adjustment and make that shift. But I feel like now it's worth it because people, they're looking forward to, okay, so when are you going to Europe? What are we going to go and do in Europe, you know? I've been talking to a few um, vendors out there, and I want to do, like, a um, a day in Black London or a day in Black Amsterdam and just take people to all, like, the dope Black coffee shops in Amsterdam and go to the Black businesses out there and support them. And so um, I'm just looking forward to because this is what I love to do. Like, this is how I – spew out my creativity some people draw some people sing some people are dope at podcasts I create dope trips and so it's just really exciting to like step into my purpose like fully you know waist deep 
<laughs> just go for it. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Well, Kimmy, it has been amazing interviewing you. How can my listeners keep up with you on social media? So they can follow us on Facebook at Travelopolis Co. So that is T-R-A-V-E-L-O-P-O-L-I-S-C-O. You can also visit my website at travelopolisco.com and join our email list because that thing is popping. We are always having deposit deals. We're spewing out trips every two months or so. So if you are looking to get that passport tatted up, definitely start traveling with us. Yes. Now, this has been another fire episode of Plug Talk with Amber, meant to inform and inspire. And remember, they do anything for clout. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to y'all next week.